0: what's going on everyone uh this is hollywood cole back with the h video game experience here with me as always is Clearfire.
1: what's going on guys
0: and uh today we're going to end up talking about destiny 2 beta our last uh episode was about the kind of a retrospective of destiny 1 and uh everybody's getting excited for the destiny 2 coming out and uh, we're going to cover some of that today talk about what we saw in it from our personal experiences and what we would like to see in the new one and um just kind of give overall viewpoints on that before we get into that though was anything new happened since last time we spoke
1: clear not much has gone on i mean there's been a few uh, there's actually been a video dropped from uh activision uh, another uh it's got a little bit more information about some destiny 2 in it so that's that was kind of neat it kind of Kind of uh, opens your eyes about something that happens in the in the uh, beta that you saw on that first uh, mission. So that, that that's a neat little reveal there. Kind of wish they would have held that back, but you know it's all good. We'll talk about that later.
0: Okay. Um, well, I was going to tell you this earlier. Tomorrow morning's or tomorrow is Wednesday, so that's half game night at Dave and Buster's. So it's half half cost day all day. And so, uh, take the kids up there. And right now, my card, I got like twelve thousand two hundred tickets. We've been doing this for years, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) and so they got something there for twelve thousand five hundred. And it's the Final Fantasy XII HD. (laughs) Just hope it's still sitting on the shelf when I get there, man. Just like let me that's win awesome. four hundred extra tickets. My son will hit the Angry Bird game, man, and just be nailing jackpots. It <laughs> just crushes the jackpots on there. Uh, he's five that's years awesome. old, and it's like five hundred tickets every time he does it. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Jeez, man. that's awesome. But
1: well, good luck tomorrow night then. Yeah, but it's
0: kind of like you said with you know Final Fantasy twelve HD. I never finished it, the original one, but it's uh yeah. You know do you, you really want to get caught up in a game. That when right before Destiny Two comes out, because you know that's what we're going to exactly. be doing. Exactly. But anyway, it's just cool to have um, if it's still there. I've been wanting that one for a while, and it's just cool to be able to get that one. I thought there last time I was there, so per- tomorrow is a perfect time to do it. But anyway, that's what we'll be doing. So, uh,
1: so what's going on with uh the Destiny videos? Is it so? So a new one that just dropped, it's actually, I think, to actually two videos, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, one that I don't think was done by Destiny, uh, or by Bungie. Uh, maybe somebody outside. As for, uh, it's on one of my community groups I follow. Uh, this is on the Bungie's Destiny 2 the community on Facebook. It's a closed group, but you can uh, ask to join and people will let you in. Uh, one of the videos that are on there is definitely a Bungie, a Bungie Activision video, and it was just a nice new trailer that kind of showed some, a, a, little, bit steep, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit inside of what happened. Cause you know, like the big question was what happened to the speaker? Where did the speaker go? Did he change sides? Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Is he snuck up on us? Well, guys, I hate to say it, spoiler alert. I'm gonna have to put that here. If you haven't seen the video yet, it is a big time spoiler and it's so it kind of sucks, but it looks like the speaker is not a bad guy. It looks like from the video that Dominus Gall has captured the speaker and is holding him hostage. So I kind of wish they wouldn't have dropped that in the video, but then again, it's kind of also neat to see that as well because then you kind of get the idea that okay, they're not trying to go in the direction of what they were doing in Desi- what they were trying to do with Destiny One originally before they had to rewrite the storyline. So it, it kind of it's kind of good to know that, but then it's not. It's kind of one of those bittersweet things. But really nice video, really cool show some cool things. The other video that's well, on, on there. Hold on a second.
0: What's the so when you're talking about uh, the speaker being captured? You know, we've seen on that video
1: uh, the traveler. I think right. That's the big white globe. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It's like he's he, the traveler's only in this one a really brief moment. It's not not on this one very much. It's not well. Even on this even I think it might
0: even be on the beta where the cabal they throw this like spider thing that or what i don't know what it is that connects to yeah, it yeah
1: yeah they capture they capture the, that's uh, the, tra- the traveler that way yeah okay. that's the traveler so we kind of figured he
0: probably would be called i mean i don't i don't know i don't remember but this sp- not thinking that he was yeah. called but
1: well, yeah well from, from from a lot of the um from a lot of the other people i play with and everything we, we were trying to hypothesize on what was going on there is he a bad guy? Is he pulling double agent on us? What's going on with that? And this video here pretty much says, no, he's not a double agent. It says he's been captured by nominous Gaul. or as you, as people more affectionately call him, Gary, so i kind of like that i really i've really you know with Cade six and the way he's kind of showed out here at the last you know with rise of iron and then going into De- uh, destiny 2 i really like kate a lot more he's he's been a lot of fun but still not a big hunter player so that's that's just my little sidebar there for that part but uh the video is really good so if you haven't checked it out yet go check it out it's there um we're eventually going to have our Facebook page live for H&K Game Experience. That video will be on there as well. I'll type, make sure that gets tagged in there as well so you can check it out. But just give us a little time to get that. We're trying to make sure we get everything lined up so it looks good for you guys so you can find the information you want as well really easily on the page. So,
0: so first impressions of the beta. you got early access because you pre-ordered it. Um, yeah. And so...
1: What was that, just a few days early, or I can't remember exactly, was it a week early? It's basically a few days early, I think it was what, like July 18th or 19th that it dropped, and then the 21st is when Open Access was. So it was a few days early, so basically I got to play through the entire thing before Open Access. And I basically played about three or so hours on a Warlock and a Titan I didn't play that long on the hunter. Basically, I played the hunter through the just that homecoming mission, and that was it. Because I'm not a fan of the hunter. I'm not a fan of the hunter jump. I'm critical of that. But you know, the hunter is a good class, and it does have its place. But it's just not. It's not a good play for me. Um, my impression, though, for all of it is, is you know, the controls feel a lot tighter. They feel a lot more refined. Um, one of the big things everybody always complained about with Warlock was you jump up in the air, you glide, and you can't come down very quick. It seems like they've kind of adjusted that some in the Destiny 2 beta. It was really nice. I enjoyed how the, the um, Warlock jump and fall was happening as well with the Titan. The Titan had a really nice—it it, felt like it almost was a— uber boost. It felt it felt like a, a, a bigger boost. Now, that was my opinion. I don't know what other people else had to say other than our group, and in our clan, they were also saying kind of the same thing as well. Um, the guns were really nice. I like the different exotics. Sweet Business was a really nice gun. I love auto rifles, and that one just really was just fantastic for me. I loved playing with that when I was playing the Titan. And the Risk Runner for the Warlock, that was really nice, and I'm a type of player that, I'm a Warlock player that loves to just... Just go up in there and be a tank with a warlock. Not many people do that because a warlock can be a little squishy at times. But I like doing that and I've actually had really good success with that. And with the new Dawnblade class, it worked great doing that. I mean, you were able to go up in there, bust up some guys, pop your super and still be right there in the thick of the battle and not worry about dying. So that was really nice. And the risk runner provided that extra kick there too, because if you're getting in there and you're you're getting at it, that risk runner was just adding extra damage with everything you did. And of course, it, you ran the risk. It's called risk runner for a reason. And I can't remember the perks that well, but I do remember that you know you you do run into issues if you're running the risk runner and you're playing too too aggressively. But it was it was a really nice gun, and I did like the um, the sunshot gu- gun on the hunter. That was a really nice a hand cannon i'm not a hand cannon player but i really enjoyed it actually it shot pretty well and it really like that it really did but <clears throat> the one thing that i didn't like was the way that they changed the weapon layouts where you've got well, I'll the... just
0: we'll talk about that in a second because i want to
1: i want to okay. talk about this for a second Here, okay. here's here's my
0: thing with the whole destiny 2 and um beta and just kind of what we talked about the last show it's a ten-year plan, right? What we talked about, and we were, mm-hmm. and I mentioned that I thought it's going to be like one of the you know MMOs because this was like kind of the first time anybody's done this on a console. You know, everybody's kind of doing it uh, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new game coming out, um, what
1: was it called?
0: The newest one, Anthem. Anthem,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah, it won't come out until sometime next year. But it's a
0: ten-year plan deal, and so
1: runs the same length. Yeah, it runs the same kind of idea.
0: Yeah, so it, it wouldn't be uncommon, and we'll start seeing these things in the future but you know i thought it's like hey here's your expansion you get to continue to to develop your character and kind of the fun of that is like you know 5 6 years in you go back into a raid let's say vault of glass that used to be so difficult mm-hmm. and you just bust through it because you're just so overpowered anyway they did, yeah. they they didn't do that they released a whole new game obviously so we're talking about so mm-hmm. That some people were like, well, no, they needed it. They wrote us a game. Well, no, let us carry our characters over. Let us, you know, we want to carry everything over. We want to carry our weapons. We want to carry our uh, our builds and all this. Well, they didn't do it. And I understand they were saying, before anybody had heard anything about Destiny 2, they were saying, um, well, you don't want to carry your character because they're going to have whole new skill trees. They're going to have, whole, you know, all that new stuff. If, if you make it to where they carry the character over, they're going to be kind of hamstrung into... Maintaining a status quo of what they've had in the previous Destiny, so okay, cool. I'll buy that. No character transfer. I'm cool with it. But then the beta hit, and it's almost the exact same build. For, I just played the hunter, but I did look at the skill trees. When you, I mean, it's just a grenade. scatter grenade, trip mine, you know, incendiary grenades. You even got gunslinger. You got throwing knives. I mean, Arcblade is the exact same thing. He just has a bow staff. Which they could have easily said, "Hey, he's learning. He's got a new weapon, you know, whatever." So, why why didn't they just let us carry it over? Because the story picks up, you know, where it left off. Um, just let us kind of do. I mean, I, you know, I don't know why didn't they just let us carry that over and, and continue it on? Do you think they're trying to? Do you think they're trying to? Uh, you know, since they're hey, we're just going to hit it and wipe the whole Destiny vanilla. The story, we're never coming back to that. We're never going to explain Stranger like we talked We're never going to do any of that. Because all the other um, the other uh, add-ons, expansions, were just separate stories. Crota, you know, then they had Lord of Wolves. So there's a story about the um, Skolas and stuff like that. They never kind of went back and addressed that. And it doesn't look like they're going to do that either in Destiny 2. So do you think they just said, hey, we're going to wipe it clean and start a whole new
1: game? So I think that uh, I got two theories behind this. One my first theory is is with all the issues they had with uh, Destiny from Destiny 1 from the beta to release where they switched the story, rewrote it and all of that and all the issues they had from that from there I think they wanted a clean slate and wanted to fix those issues because even though that they fixed some of it with the release of Taken King and Rise of Iron, you still had some of those issues because it was just compounded. It was just built on top of things, you know. Weapons, you know, newer weapons were reskin of old weapons. Same way with armor, you know. A lot of this stuff was just reused and rehashed. I mean, take the Taken. You know, I love and hate that whole (laughs) character race. You know, one, it's a lazy way to invent to bring in a new character race yep. but then again it was a creative way to bring a character race so it's both ways you know and it really was weird and they I, played I I it didn't off like well. it and didn't like it if they did if yeah, they did that, it
0: to be lazy they played it off well if they had it exactly. if they had it in mind the whole time they saved themselves a little yeah. bit of time
1: and they and they made it work so I I'm, I'm yeah, not saying make it work. didn't work it, it worked it, it worked and worked well but it also cut a lot of corners for them made it really easy for them to do development so and me, by nature, I'm, I'm a computer programmer, so I understand that and I understand why they did it, and especially doing it like that. And so, I, so I'm thinking that maybe because of that, that's why they're clean slating and doing it like that. The other thing is, is Destiny was developed for the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox True. One. So when you're on that type of format, you have to fix your game for when you're going to next gen. So that's uh, I think that's, that's the reason why they did De- I think that's the reason why they did Destiny 2 as a new game because they wanted to fix that and also too Activision really got on them for not being able to release content like they should have. I mean they should have been dropping more content than they did. You know, when you're looking at a DLC once a year tops, you know, that, that's how it kind of panned out and this little bitty trinkets of stuff here and when there with that, these special released it every... You're talking about Crota and all that. On, that's like every on 3 Destiny months. One, Every, on Destiny One, on their DLCs, they had the Dark Below that was was the first DLC that released in December of the first year. Right. Then you had Taken King that released that March April. or so. Yeah. Well, if you're looking at it, yeah, if you're looking at it from an aspect of timelines, then it comes out to a DLC a year because yeah, yeah, in the time frame of that, you're looking at only that. But you got to think about it. Taken King, uh, you know, well. I'm sorry. The dark below, and then the house of wolves. From house of wolves, you don't have anything until taken king. That's a year later, and then oh, that you was go in September. From, I thought take was uh, taken king in September. Yeah,
0: that was, September, yeah, it was right? in September. It wasn't September.
1: So you're looking at okay. So excuse me, my bad. A DLC twice a year. Well, you had Crow you know, come out,
0: so it'd be three.
1: Yeah, dark 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 below was, was so you Crota. had two. Yeah, and then you had and then house of wolves, and then taken house king. Yeah. I think that's. I think and that's
0: good. I think that's about. That gives you enough time to really dig into the expansions and uh,
1: really well, the enjoy only, them. The only problem with that was the expansions were so brief. You know, they had. You're looking at five missions. Yeah. And a raid. You know, five missions and something else. You know, because with uh, the with uh, House of Wolves, it wasn't even a raid. It was the uh, Prison of Elders. Great concept. But Prison of Elders, you flew through it, and by the time you're done with it, you're like, why do I want to keep on playing it? And two, with the whole loot system at the time, it was like, man, I'm just not getting drops very much, and it was just kind of a downer in a way. You know, I don't get me wrong, when it came out, it was the new hotness for me, and I was jumping on it, playing it, and running it, and gunning it, but... Well, they had the... you ran out of con- you ran out of content so quick, and I think that was the, what the issue was. And from Activision's point of view, they were like, "We want more content." Absolutely, you know, they yeah. want to see more content. You definitely need more so.
0: content than those, but um, if they can maintain that cycle, but give a little bit more content, I think that would be. That's my personal opinion. I think it'd be good. You because what happens is, remember the Lord of Wolves when you're just mm-hmm. running around in the open world, and then oh, the wolves are landing. Well, then you kill them and you get a, a key and you got to go find the treasure chest and you get a good a legendary or something out yeah. of that that was that was so much fun it gave you something to do it's like oh there's another one you wait over here or whatever oh they're dropping over here let's go over mm-hmm. here and kill this and you gotta find the treasure chest real quick and you could actually you know you could um expose or whatever you call it you, this, this glitch you just kept uh exploiting to mm-hmm. you leave the, the zone and come back or whatever and get more more stuff but anyway the point is after that three months, how many times did you go do that again? You never did. I don't I didn't even think do it it, again. I don't even I think do it, it exists yeah. anymore.
1: No, it doesn't exist anymore. But um, because the Taken started dropping whenever the Taken King came out. Yeah. And then when Rise of Iron came out, they I don't re- don't hold me to this, but I don't think they had a drop thing like that for Rise of Iron. I don't remember I don't, I don't think having this having the Siva se- 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 doing like that. So you had the Taken, you know, had the Taken dropping. And I don't think that that happens anymore, or at least I don't ever try to do it anymore. If it does happen, then great. If not, you know, it's still, you know, eh. It, but um, the whole thing behind that is, is, you know, um, I remember hearing something from Luke Smith at one time and and his developers saying they were complaining about how hard it was to develop for the Destiny 1 platform because it was designed for the, you know, all four systems. Yeah. And I get that from a programming sure. standpoint. I get that. It's, it's a pain. It's difficult to do that. And that's why they were dragging on content. And that's why they were focusing uh, Rise of Iron solely on the next-gen consoles, the PS4 so, and the Xbox One. I hope that's... And that's why I think they're rolling with Destiny. Uh, I think that's why they're rolling with Destiny 2 in the fact of it being a new game, not a carryover, is trying to fix that development pattern so they can actually develop content on a on a better basis and a quicker basis. Yeah. I
0: hope, I hope that's the case. Um, I really do. And that, that that's a true statement. Cause you know, Bundy's never lied to us, but, um, Oh yeah. Bungie's a uh, golden boy. They never lie. <laughs> but that, you know, talking about the expansions again, I, you know, one of the things I didn't like was that if you did not buy the expansion, you're pretty much, you're not playing anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're done. You're, you're pretty yeah, much so done. So you
0: had to buy the expansion. So I mean, it, what was it, 120 bucks or something for the first year of Destiny? Oh, it'd be 140 because the Taken King was $40, $60 for the game and $20 for the expansions. But yeah. uh, and, and again, I'm cool with that if, if it's good content. I, I would do it again. I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, but I just wish that uh, that, hope the expansions build on each other this time You know, instead of just basically erase all the... Yeah, you still got got Prison of Elders, and you still do the Crota raid, but there's no reason to go back and do missions. I wish they'd keep some kind of reason to do that. Like, let's say, kind of of like they did uh, that one uh, mission, I think, was it a strike where you had to go back where you got the Black Spindle, where there was like a secret thing to the side? Like, let's say a Crota mission that you do or a Crota strike that you do all the time, well, then a new expansion comes out, and then you have to. Maybe you complete a mission on the new expansion, and it unlocks something from the old one. That you go back to play that old content, and there's a new passage or something that you can get some other weapon that you didn't know was there, but it only unlocked if. Somehow just tie them together, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's kind of. The, and I felt like they were a little disjointed from the core story, then to the dark below, and then to. Um, the House of Wolves yeah. and then taking King and everything. But I understand what they were doing too. They were trying to correct the story that was screwed up from the beginning. So I get that too. But um, hopefully in with the Destiny 2 it's not going to have that. Hopefully they got to plan it out. I mean right now they're saying 80 missions and events to do right off the bat. Now granted... Don't take them as saying it's 80 missions, right. guys. It's not 80 missions. It's going to be 80 things oh, to do. Yeah. Now, great now now, granted, that's probably a heck of a lot more than we had in Destiny altogether from beginning to end. But you know, don't get don't don't get your hopes up on having a ton of content to do right off the bat. Now granted, you know, they're saying it's going to take you fifty-five hours to hit level twenty and <laughs> light two hundred. I'm like, you Jeez. really underestimate your you really underestimate your group out there. You really underestimate your players because I know people that are gonna power through that a lot quicker than that. I mean, you're you're doing that, you've got Pop Tarts out there that starting September first, if you buy a box of Pop Tarts that has it, you get yes. XP boost. I mean you've got that and then you've got you know, go buy your rock stars and you've got weapon, you know, weapons and stuff like that. So I mean, if you're giving everybody <laughs> all these boosts, they're gonna blow that fifty five hours out of the water. I mean it's just there's no doubt about it. I remember when they did the um, uh, what was it, Red Bull promotion for Destiny One. Well, I found an algorithm on how to build my own codes. Now granted that's wrong. I don't ever condone it. I was just you know what, you know what, I don't want I don't drink Red Bull, I'm just gonna do this. I made about three or four codes that worked just fine, and then you know had a little XP boost. That didn't help any at that point because there was really nothing to boost your XP for at that point because you're just playing. When you played through the game, you got all the XP you needed. But I mean, you've got things like that that you know can be easily hacked and changed like that and alter the game. There's no way that you can fill up 55 hours worth of playtime on that now. I do know people that have wasted. Let's see, there was one person that I saw in one of the groups I'm following in Facebook, and he spent over two thousand hours in Destiny. You know, there's some with four and five thousand hours in Destiny. I'm Jeez. like, guys, let's just see, play a little something else. You know, you're really only playing one thing. You know, I mean, I can't say anything. I've got close to seven hundred hours myself, and I think Hollywood's got around about the same as well, but you know don't don't kill yourself on the game you know have fun and enjoy it 208 days
0: straight 24 hour days for five thousand
1: hours jeez just enjoy the game you know enjoy that don't blow through that content and that that's the one thing that 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 was a problem i felt like in destiny one they gave such few content you know such little content on these dlcs that you just flew through it and i'm hoping destiny 2 doesn't have that but they do look like they have like uh what was it um the hidden sectors or lost sectors, and that looks like a really cool idea where you have these basically loot caves to go in, fight some bosses, and get some loot out of it. I hope they design that to where you get random loot through it, not just one specific thing. Otherwise, See, they're going to burn through content. Why was that?
0: Two. This is that's the the new thing they're trying to bring out. Why was that not in the beta? Why was the standard mission a strike? And really, the only thing new was a new multiplayer. Game type.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why did they not have the open world stuff
1: going on? I really think that was mainly because they were more trying to stress test their servers than anything. They even extended the beta at the end to, to really do that because they decided, oh, well, you know, we've haven't had really good response. But I now we had a lot of people on the beta. But aren't they doing peer to peer now? No, it's still not peer to peer. It's like the. The hybrid system—I forgot exactly what it is—but they, they they're but it's you're, not you're still on servers. It's not dead. Yeah, there's no nah, there's no dedicated servers on this, so they're still doing that quasi peer-to-peer. But they do have servers back in, you know, do, pulling some of the back end. I mean, you've got to have them for for even for peer-to-peer, you still got to have them to some extent. So, because I mean, all of our data is housed, you know, outside.
0: So let's go back to just something interesting. I was thinking of while you're talking about. Um, how they needed to come out with a brand new game because of the new consoles, which is completely valid. Well, now they're talking about maybe let's for so Destiny 1 was 2014, right? And now we're in 2017, so it's a three year span. There's rumors about a PS5, you know, within the next year or two. A year is being very, very generous, but let's just say two years, three years. Do you think they're going to jump to the, the next generation?
1: I think PS5 is going to be at Xbox One X, the, the Project Scorpio Xbox. I think that's more what the PS5 is going to be. I don't think it's going to be a jump in technology. I think it's going to be just a jump in power, kind of like the PS4 Pro was. The PS4 Pro was a jump in power. Now they've got this supposed software upgrade that's going to be coming out that actually pushes more power out of the PS4 Pro and puts it more along the lines of uh, Project Scorpio. But I really don't know because there's not that much power, that much power well, in it in the box to push so it to. And I usually think they would the, call it I a PS
0: Pro something, you know, like it's got Xbox One Scorpios. If, it, if you didn't name it a whole new PS5, I would think it would be a whole new console. In and, and regard, regardless, let's just say it is a new console. I mean, I, I, there's no way to really know, I guess. But what if Destiny yeah. jumps ship again and goes, hey, we're going to solely? Well, they would probably make it for
1: both generations, but. It just solely really depends on the technology at the time that the PS5 is developed. If they're developing it now, then it's going to be based on this architecture. Now, you're looking at like the PS3 to the PS4. You had different architecture in both of them. When you're looking at the PS4 to PS5... I don't think there's going to be that different architecture because you're looking at like x86 that the things are built on versus uh, the 64 x64. So when you're looking at those two different architectures of course you have the two different time you, know, you have the two different places where you have to develop different ways. I don't think there's going to be that much technology jump to do that. I just think that the PS5 is going to be like a powerhouse. It's going to be kind of like with PCs where you just have the power jumps, not the actual architecture jumps. And I think that's what's gonna happen with the PS five. So it basically will be a PS four. It'll just be a PS five with a better processor, better hardware, better RAM, all that good stuff. Right.
0: In it. That's I mean that's pretty much what what they all do. But if they uh so let's just say on the flip side the PS five or really it's not that big of an upgrade or whatever, do you think they're gonna make a whole new game or do you think they will continue to build on Destiny two as a you know? I'm a-
1: I hope they continue to build on Destiny 2 because I'd like to see it turn into more of a, a WoW-style thing where you just have those DLCs, those um, updated content like that, back and forth. That way you can go back and play those things. I mean, one thing I'm going to miss leaving Destiny 1 is playing Vault of Glass, playing Crota, playing Oryx, Didn't really care for Wrath of the Machine. I mean, I played it and beat it and everything, but that wasn't, you know, I loved Crota. I loved Vault of Glass. I loved those two. I thought they were great. I was so happy when they decided to bring them up. I wish they would have brought them up sooner. You know, but that's what I'm going to miss. I don't want to get into Destiny 2, move on to Destiny 3, and have to go, oh, man, I have to start all over again. I lose all my weapons. I lose my character and everything. I mean, now, granted going from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, you don't technically lose your character, but you lose all your weapons, you lose all your achievements, you lose everything, you know, except for his face or her face. Whatever, it's like you, know, you said,
0: man, when you, uh, Destiny, once Destiny 2 comes out, Destiny 1 is dead. I actually got on the game yesterday, Destiny 1, and I uh, just played a strike. It took about two or three times longer to find a strike, of course, because nobody's mm-hmm. playing. But, you, it's, you just, I mean, it wasn't even that fun, you know, because it's, it's worthless at this point because who cares what weapons I get? Who cares about how good my character is? One, nobody's playing to, to care. Two, um, it's going to go away. So at, when Destiny 2 comes out, because no, it's not going to go away. You can still play the game, but nobody cares, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And so out of this 10 years, say that happens again. Let's say that happens three years down the road and then Destiny 3 comes out on the new systems or whatever and it just wipes and it doesn't pick up off of Destiny 2. Well, now out of that ten years of gaming, you're really only going to be left with that last three that matters. You do you, you see what I'm yep. saying? And so I and I, and I know they're the kind of the first through the wall with this new format. And I hope that these other companies learn from this. And if you can just build on your game. And I know the Xbox, uh, the Xbox 360, the PS3. These were ten-year uh, console cycles, and we'll probably never say that again. In fact, Sony has said, the 10-year console cycle is dead. You're never going to see that again. Uh, and, it's, and then it's been every four or five years a new console comes out. So, uh, you know, these 10-year plans, it's almost, it, you're going to have to go to the next console if it's a whole totally different machine. Um, but there's something to think about, I guess, with these 10-year plans. It's really just, hey, we're going to release a new destiny game every and why would you stop at 10 if you're just going to release a new game why would you even stop at 10 halo's been going yeah. on forever
1: yeah well, i mean and they, they might not it, you know when they first thought about it they were like oh yeah you know 10 year plan for a game to carry over let's bring over uh mmo to the consoles well first destiny really isn't a mmo it's more of a first person shooter mmo it's kind of a like a cross between the two you know yeah it's like if you took Call of Duty and WoW and smashed them together and that's what you got, you know. And actually, it's, it's a cool idea, cool concept. I, I love the game. But, you know, you're doing something brand new and you're doing something brand new on consoles you know are fixing to get replaced because Destiny dropped on PS3 and PS4, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. You know, they were both, you know, both, you know, all forces were all out at the same time and you're trying to bridge a gap. I think that was a point that hurt them. And I think that from here on out, especially with the system refresh, I mean, because it's not really new systems. I mean, when you really look down to it and get down to bare bones, the Xbox One, then the One S and now the One X, that's what Project Scorpio is being called is the One X. It's just an Xbox One with beefier specs in it. It's no different than, than the Xbox One. It's this got the same exact coding to it and everything. And I think that's what we're going to start seeing out of consoles now, is that kind of thing. And so, for Destiny, I think it would be good now to say, okay, look, we lost three years. That's Destiny 1, we lost three years. We got six, seven years left with Destiny. Let's go six, seven years and blow it out of the water. I think that would be the smartest move plan like that, you can roll on and, and go straight through with it. I mean, I went to the PS4 Pro, so I know I'm going to get a few more years out of mine than a PS4 would, but, I mean, come on, they're still running the same thing. You still get what you need out of it and roll with it. I mean, it's, I really think that they should push like that, and I'm really hoping that's what they're doing with Destiny 2.
0: I do too, and you look at games like GTA 5 with Rockstar, and they are still pushing, con- that came out in 2014, and they are still supporting that game 100%. They're pushing content out for free, for the online mode, and that game is one of the the best. I mean, it's probably the best game, one of the best games ever made. If you like that kind of game, you know, um, and uh, the online content, you can. There's so much to do there, and so what. But what that does is build a reputation for this company. You know, when Red Dead Redemption Two comes out, you know, everybody's excited. What are they going to have for the multiplayer? Because they did all this experimentation with. Um, the online multiplayer for Grand Theft Auto V that, you know, and so the point I'm getting at is if they, if destiny would just, Hey, we're going to buckle down, like you just said, six years or so and just support this game, man. And, and just add on and add on and add on. So what if it's on the next next generation or, or previous generation or whatever, if we can do it because, Then they say, okay, Destiny's done. Now we're going to release our new project that's coming out in two years. It's going to be another 10-year project, or we've been working on this. I mean, what kind of fans, you know, people would be chomping at the bits to get a hold of it?
1: Yeah, you'd have a killer fan base. And kind of to counterpoint your whole thing with uh, GTA, the reason why they've dumped so much into GTA is because that's what they have. That's all they have right now. That's all Rockstar has. That's their big moneymaker. I mean, Bungie now, granted, you know Destiny is their big make, big money maker, but they did have Halo. They had the success from Halo, and that's the reason why they got so big. Rockstar had the success from all of the GTA's. You know, they pretty much are GTA. That's where their big big winner is now. Don't get me wrong, Red Dead is a great game, but it's not gonna be their it's not gonna be their GTA. You know, because it's it's I think it's gonna talk to a smaller crowd. But we can talk about those games later. I don't want to get too off in the weeds on those. So, yeah.
0: All um, I'm saying is, yeah. Don't, all I'm saying is, they support their games. And yeah, Bungie, all they had was Halo forever. In fact, I don't even know if they ever had another game. You know, but Rockstar had Red Dead. They had, you know, Bully. They had uh, mm-hmm. all the GTA games. Um, I mean, I can't think of them offhand, but they had a ton of games. Uh, but yeah, they have GTA now. But just, but you know, now you got Bungie. Teamed up with Activision, he's had all the Call of Duties. having a, you know crazy amount of success, a crazy amount of dollars, so they could dedicate an entire team. I mean, I don't know what kind of bankroll they got, that, but I guarantee they could. They have more than, uh, they probably have more than Rockstar. and they could dedicate probably an entire said. team to just support and Destiny, and they could go off and do their own thing. But and they kind of are. I mean, Activision's got Call of Duties and all this coming out still, but, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, I'm just saying, just that would be so good to just to just show the fans, say we're going to dedicate the rest of this we're not just going to keep popping new games out and just everything Mm -hmm. you've all done is just worthless because I mean there's a part of you know being old school gamers like me and you you know I can go put in a Mario Brothers game right now from 1985 or whatever and it'll play the exact same way that it did when it first came out any Super Nintendo any cartridge based game in 10 years are you going to you may not even be able to play Destiny 1 if they decide hey we're not going to servers aren't going to support that anymore so there's a level of um, you know, for for ga- game, gamers like us, you kind of just want to. I don't know. There's going to be no nostalgia because it's going to be non existent because you can't even yeah. play the game. Um, and there are, a lot of these games are online now. So it's almost like, are they collectors now? Can you go back, you know, whatever games my son or whoever plays, they might not have that luxury 15 years from now because there's no servers and this kind of deal. So I really don't know what I'm trying to say other than. You know, you, you, got, you want to build experiences, I guess, and people want to relive those experiences. And if you kind of take that yeah. away, um, you yeah, might you be
1: cutting can, some people off. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking out loud about that. But. Yeah, you can kind of hurt your game doing that. So, But um, I want to get more back into yeah. the Destiny too, because I've got a, another thing that I want to bring up too because something we talked about was, you know, the stranger, she's gone. You know, we're not seeing her anymore. She's gone. Well, if you go back and you watch one of the two new one of the two new trailers, I think it's the the um, Activision Bungie trailer, the official one that's out. If you look back, you know it's when Kate is about to, you know ask for hugs and everything. It's a really funny moment. If you look at the table standing around, you see Zavala, you see um, Ikora. you see uh, Kate, of course, and you see somebody that looks like the stranger standing there yeah, back turned, the so you can't see their face. Better be the stranger. So... <laughs> I want y'all to go check it out. You know, go check out the trailer, look and see what you think. Tell, you know, tell us what you think. You know, like I said, I'm going to try to get that Facebook page running for us. It might not be pretty, but I want you to give us some comments on that guys. If you're listening in and let us, let us know what you think about that, because I'm, I'm sitting here pondering. What can it be? You know, they're talking about a character, I think Hawthorne or something like that. Hathorne. I forget, I forget exactly what the name is and some of the stuff that I've been following. They're talking about that possibly being who that is. Which I think, in a way, would them be you know Bungie doing its normal thing, reskinning stuff like it did in Destiny One. <laughs> that's the stranger's Reskinning, reskinning, and reskinning. re-skinning, the re-skinning yeah, restra- <laughs> re- uh, reskinning. The stranger that would, be, that, would be that. But just, I
0: think. I th- what if they did? What if think of the potential that if it was the Stranger, that's saying wow. There maybe they will go back a little bit and kind of explain this story a little bit more. I mean, that would be huge. If it's the Stranger... I really hope so. I do, too. That would be that would be a big win for them, I think. That yeah. would win a lot of people.
1: But, I mean, like I said, it's it, it's very clearly you can tell that it's a smaller frame character. Uh, the Stranger was female, and it looks like it could very well be female the way it's standing there. Its back's turned with a hood on, so it's very obvious that it's a hunter. The stranger was a hunter, you know, and it's just... It, there's a lot of telltale signs there that says it could be the it'd be the stranger. I, I think it might be, and I think it's worth a check to go check it out and seeing. You know, weigh your own guesses on it. But um, another thing I want to bring up to just a funny point: go check out Ralph the Chicken. Ralph the Chicken is the chicken that Kate Six is holding in there, and he's going to be in the social space. He's already got his own Twitter. Go check it out. It'll be it'll give you a good little laugh and everything. And they've done some funny things like that. And I kinda, that's what I kind of like what Bungie's doing with this is because they're trying to add some character and personality into everything. I really hate when they got rid of uh, everybody knows him, Knows your ghost as Dinklebot or Nolanbot. I really like Dinklebot. <laughs> and, and I really thought, I that, love Dinkle Dinklebot, I thought that Dinklebot... He's a robot.
0: supposed to sound robotic.
1: He's supposed to be terrible at saying things. He doesn't yes. have a human emotion. When they took Dinklebot out and they put Nolanbot in with all of the that's terrible, with all with all of the mannerisms of more humanistic, I'm like, it's a robot. He's not trying to be humanistic. He's not trying to be sympathetic with us. He just good. he just revived us, and that's all he does. Is yeah. that his job? Is keep us alive, you know, so we can fight the good fight.
0: They brought a tank you know, to a gunfight. It's like too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have humor. You're so, a robot.
1: You know, but, you know, it, it's it's not a bad thing. But, you know, I hope that they don't do any crazy changes like that, you know, and they're talking about how in Destiny 2, your character is going to be silent. I think that's kind of, I yeah, think they that's they kind of
0: changed that. I, I don't think know that's what's, kind what's sad? that. I think
1: that's kind of sad because... I want to see what my character has to think about it. You know, I know of course that's me, but I want to hear things from it, you know, you notice they did that.
0: Yeah. They talked, they yeah. talked at first. And then which one was it? Uh, was it the Taking King they when they the stopped King. talking? Taken King, they stopped talking. Uh,
1: I think it was actually House of Wolves. They stopped talking because um, I don't remember House of I Wolves, them saying yeah, anything in that. I don't
0: think they had any scenes though. There were no scenes and they may there not even a, had any scenes. There was scenes. one or
1: two, but I don't think,
0: I don't know. They yeah. stopped talking for some reason, but yeah. Why did it I liked it talk I liked it when they talked. I don't know why they stopped yeah, talking.
1: I, I liked it too, because you had that talk back and forth. I liked that whole conversation that our guardian has with the the queen at the reef and her brother and that whole conversation back and forth. I know he doesn't say but like three lines in it, but heck, it made it a little more entertaining and more interactive. You felt like you were a part of it at that point. Yeah, I don't know what's it with silent kind of thing.
0: Silent protagonist is like like, some games have it and it's just yeah jeez not
1: yeah not 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 a huge fan of that but no. then, you know then again they've, they've done a bunch of changes so um, another thing I want to bring up too is the PVP change the big change that everybody's talking about going from 6v6 to 4v4 You know what? I want to you know ask you Hollywood because you're more of a PvP'er than I am. What are your takes on going you know going down in your? uh, I kind of like it, man.
0: I really do because I mean, there's that. I think they're they're uh, decreasing the size of the maps as well, right? You know,
1: that's what I've seen so far in the yeah the
0: The two that the few that we played on the beta seem to be smaller. The time to kill is a little bit longer, or it seems it does. I know it takes a lot more shots to take down the shield, but not as many to take take your life, but Mm -hmm. the life down. But uh, I like the four v four because I think that that lends itself to more tactical, um, just decisions. And you get a smaller group, you can kind of coordinate a little bit better, you know, and kind of work more as a single unit because you just basically don't have as many moving pieces, so less chance to mess up or whatever. The the downside would be if it's a you know six v six, there's usually always somebody to kill, but you're always kind of mm-hmm. run up in the action. But if they do cr- decrease the size of the maps, I think that'll be good overall. Like the, the one game type, um, what was the other game type? Uh, countdown. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit more strategy based. So when you have a group of four, you can kind of work those strategies, in a little bit easier to to maintain and execute, I think. So I'm, yeah. I think I'm going to enjoy that change.
1: So I didn't like it for the fact of uh, I'm not a pvp PvP'er, and what I tend to do in PvP is uh, I tend to sit back a little bit and kind of gauge the match before I jump in it, and I let people take the shots for me. I- I'm kind of a dirty, I'm kind of dirty like that, but you know my clan knows <laughs> that's how I play, and they kind of expect that out of me. So now I have less bodies to get shot at before I can get shot at because I don't like to die. Dying ain't fun. You know, I don't want to die and sit there. And then, two, the whole situation now in, like, the competitive... Because they basically have... They're trying to break it out into competitive and more casual PvP. And in the competitive PvP, you only have a specific number of revives for your entire team. I don't want to be the one burning (laughs) out the revives, because I know I will... And then, too, in the uh, casual one, it's just everything happens so quick. You're like, you're dead, and then you're back. You're dead. You're back. You're dead. You're back. It's just so quick. You know, a lot of quick-paced action. And I liked, too, that in the control, now you start off with A and C already controlled and the fight's over B. You know? Um, yeah, you have the Couple people trying to sneak over and steal your spot that you started with, but the main fight is over just one zone really, and I kind of like that because now you have that yeah. back and forth. It just there. gets
0: everybody in the action quicker because instead of having to stand the first or twenty seconds or so on the the your spawn point, basically, you know, you just run to the middle. Um, but, exactly, you
1: run to the middle to fight, and then there's no more action. You know, I mean, yeah. while well, there's no more standing around, really, you're you're getting in there to fight and all that. So. so.
0: Uh, one thing that I didn't necessarily like, and it's kind of what you were talking about, the weapons loadout. Um, so with PvP also, you know, the heavy, you have the heavy, uh, it's not it's not like, oh, heavy drops at once, which I didn't like that in Destiny 1 where the heavy all drops at once. It's the same thing. Oh, heavy drops. Everybody's saving their super to go drop a bomb mm-hmm. on the heavy uh, ammo crate. Or if even if you get it, both teams have heavy, then everybody goes to the middle and kills each other with rockets, and then it's over. Um, so mm-hmm. the best thing to do is get heavy and then then set off to the side and let everybody shoot each other and then uh, go in there and, and start laying waste. But uh, so they needed to change that and they did. But it's like a, a heavy ammo on the side. Of, I'm thinking the one in uh, Countdown where it's just a, a heavy thing on the side of the wall where yeah, it, only one it, person that, that's gets how they it. Are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, it's not a total drop when somebody opens it for your team. Only one person gets it, and so that sucks because like you were mentioning the loadouts. Sniper rifle, shotgun, I mean, jeez, come on. This is just a no-brainer to me. these That's a heavy weapon now, and the ammo's so scarce, I'm never going to use a shotgun, never going to use a sniper. It's always scout rifles, hand cannons, you know, pulse rifles, and auto rifles. I mean, that's not... I don't know what they're thinking there.
1: I have a feeling that's going to change. Yeah, I, do. I hope so. They got a lot of, they just... got a lot of back,
0: backlash with that, I
1: think. Well, I mean... So, uh, granted, I'm not a sniper. I'm not a shotgunner. I'm um, a uh, give me a telesto. Let me zap you with telesto. You can go run off and die, and I'll die, and I'm happy. You know so that's that was my gun. That was my secondary choice in Crucible was the telesto. Loved it. It was great. Yes, it's my exotic slot, but you know what? I didn't care because I have paleo <laughs> contact, and I had my titanium orchid, or I forget what was the. Uh, the Silver Dread or whatever uh, machine Machine gun from... Silver Dread, yeah. Yeah, the Silver Dread It was awesome. uh, Yeah, those were two fantastic guns. You know, and I I loved those... I loved that setup and I would run with that all the time and did fantastic with it. But now, I'm going to be running with two auto rifles because all I can do now (laughs) is drop one auto rifle when it runs out of ammo instead of reloading and then pick up the next one. And if the guns have any perks on them like you reload when it goes in your backpack i mean it's just gonna be switching guns back and forth so you're just gonna be nothing but pull you know dropping fire all the time and so i just kind of don't like that because it's just it puts you it kind of it limits you on what you really can do and especially somebody like me that you know likes to change it up a little bit and try to learn sniping and try to learn other things you know, it, it makes it to where I'm not going to do it because I was usually never the one of the ones that got the heavy in PvP. I was always usually the one that said that, that was told, "Hey, look, you just died. You got a super, right? Yeah, go super the heavy." I'm like, "All right, fine. I'll go super the heavy." <laughs> I'd go over there, I'd super the heavy, get my three, four, five or kills, however many were there, and I go run off, get killed again, and then heavy's all gone. You know, it's just it was just pointless, and the way the heavy system is now. I think it's going to be pointless again like that, because you're going to have one, two people get heavy. And I think you might even know who has heavy, like because the heads-up display. Now, something I do like, the heads-up display, where you can see who has supers, who's dead, and all that kind of stuff. But um, another, but all, what's also bad to that is, is you can't be covert. You can't do the tactics anymore. It's a lot less tactics, in my <laughs> opinion, some people are going to say, yeah, you can strategize better because you know, okay, all these people have got super, they're waiting to pop their super at this time. Yeah, you know that, but so what? You know, well, What's going to really help, what helped me in strategizing was is, okay, I've got my super, I know how I need to set up. If I see somebody starting to spawn their super, I just pop to the side, I can usually dodge out of a super and then go to town and waylaced away on my super. Well, so. before we
0: get too deep into that, Go back to the ammo thing with the, uh, not the ammo, but the, the loadouts. And, and again, it kind of, you know, it comes back to Destiny 1. Like you were saying, the different random drops on the different bosses. If you knew what you were going to get, then it would not be as good since the content was so sparse. Yeah. Um, so the fun part about Destiny is the loot system. I mean, that's the, what the whole mm-hmm. game is. Uh, pretty is. much. And so... You get a new shotgun. You get a new sniper. You get a new whatever heavy weapon. You get grenade launchers now, rocket launchers or whatever. It's fun to go into strikes and switch them out and change them out and and learn how these things work. Um, and you know they said I know they said that they're going to increase the heavy weapons ammo drop rate more way more than it was in the beta because it was non-existent almost in the beta. Um, yeah. But you know so that could change it. But you can't have you're not going to have a, a you know my, you, you know my fun thing to run with was like a scout rifle or something mm-hmm. a shotgun and then dragon's breath which everybody yeah. hated on dragon's breath and it's not the best weapon everybody understands that but it's just was fun to use well mm-hmm. it's not going to be fun to use if you have to sacrifice a shotgun or sacrifice a sniper rifle to go run this thing you are going to use as your basic primary weapons so that is that is potentially you know detrimental to How this game is going to be played over, you know, over and over and over again, just switching loadouts and trying new weapons that you find, you know, you get on these strike rolls and like, you know, me and you do, hey, we're just going to go, we're just going to do strikes today. And you're only strike rolls, you get new weapons, you got to stay in there so you can get the legendary bonus. I'm sure it's going to have something similar to that on Destiny 2. But um, you have to just be able to experiment. I mean, yeah. And hopefully they change. They have to change that. They have I, to. I think
1: they I think they'll eventually change it. I think that what they're going to do is let us play through until they decide to drop the first. Uh, the first DLC, and I think that we're going to see some changes some big changes with the first DLC dropping. You know, I think they're gonna let us go that first, however long. I think it's what in December the first DLC will drop. I can't remember the dates. I think I've seen the dates, but I, I think it's like December or something. like Hopefully that.
0: Hopefully, it's the same kind of way they did it in Destiny yeah, One. Yeah, sounds like I think
1: it. it should. I think it's gonna be close to that. So I think by then they're gonna have enough information gauged out. You know, there was a lot of people that liked the new system, and a lot of people that hated it. You know, it was, it was a it was a splits it was a split choice there. The only people you know, I could see
0: I, liking it are are hardcore PvP players. 'Cause they can't get shot. Pro gamers liked it. They can't pro get sniped in the head. It, yeah. yeah. They gotta play their game. I mean it's like that with every game. I mean in the pro gamers uh yeah, I don't want to get off on this this rabbit hole, but you yeah. know, they're gonna they want you know, there's always a good gun in every game. You know, SOCOM we talk about there's an M mm-hmm. fourteen. Nobody uses M fourteen. An and um, Call of Duty, uh I can't even think of it off offhand, but there's always a good gun, you know, so they want you yes. to be on an even playing field. You got to use the M16. You got to use a, well, why can't I use the good gun? There's always going to be a good gun, you know, exactly. so just let us play our style. Just because we're not playing pro gamers, they have, the pro gamers have to adapt their play style to us and they don't want to do that. We're supposed to adapt to them.
1: Well, the thing is, is too, and I, I hate to say this and I hate to get way out of, this is going to be out of video game talking here and this is going to be, That's fine. It's the experience. But but (laughs) the generations now, when we were gaming, we had to adapt to the game. Gamers now, I'm sorry, but if you're under 21, 22, you demand the game to adapt to you. And developers will listen to you and listen to your little whining, crying, complaining, and fussing and develop it to you so you can win your game now. Back in the day when we played games, developers were like tough. We made the game like that. You got to deal with it. You know, even when the games like Socom and stuff were coming out in the online games where they could send those patches and that kind of stuff out, they were like tough. You got to deal with it. That's how we made the game. You got to just suck it up and play and learn how to play. Well, you know like Socom, you know? what
0: did they do in major League gaming? They said they didn't strip the M14 out of the game. They just said, when you go to MLG, you can't use M14. And they just had yep. a general rule. But So when you bought your game, you could still play it as a casual player any way you wanted to, just like they should do in Destiny. Just say take Destiny 1. Hey, we're going to go to uh, Major League Gaming or whatever they call it now, mm-hmm. pro gaming, whatever. And we're going to say, you can't use shotguns. No shotguns. You know, If you use shotguns, your team's disqualified. Just something like that. And they don't have to change the game. They change the rules for that event, and that should be the That's way that they That's what private
1: matches are for. It, yeah. Private matches allow you That's what it's to dictate for. what goes in there. That's where major league gamers need to be, and they need to make their private matches and go in there and play their private matches. If you've been playing this scrub that sits over in a corner and uses nothing but a shotgun and pops you a couple times, you're going to be prepared when you go into a pro game You're going to be prepared to know how to handle that kind of situation. And I really, I I mean, mean, honestly, I think that gamers, you know, not gamers, but developers need to not listen to the programmers so much and listen to the casual gamers. The casual gamers are what drives their game, not the pro gamers. The yeah, that yeah, they play it a lot and all that, but they're not the ones that are saying, hey, mom, go buy me this game. That's a casual gamer, you know. (laughs) <laughs> that's the one that's like you're hey, gonna bring you the money because they're gonna be like, I need this game, mom. I need this controller. I need this, and then who's gonna go out and buy them the stuff? And you know,
0: they, we just talked about that too in Destiny one they uh, on the previous episode about how they dumbed down the story to reach more casual gamers, right? Mm-hmm. The teens and this this type of thing. Um, and I don't necessarily think they. it's, it's <laughs> I won't even, but it's like nowadays everywhere. People don't really care. They just want to satisfy the loudest voices, it seems like. They don't care exactly. about what's right or wrong. We just want to satisfy the loudest voices. And the pro gamers are going to have the loudest voices. I mean, they, they definitely are. They, they are. have the power of the of the circuit and, and whatever. And you want your game to be a pro gamer game. You know, you want that game to be played. Um, that just makes it competitive, makes it stick around for a while. But, um, so... Back on track for that. We were already at a 55 minute mark here, so let's uh. I wanted to get your opinion on the uh, latest I heard about the Nightfalls is that they're going to lock in your loadouts. So, so what do you think? Know about that?
1: Going on those loadouts. So uh, Luke Smith either today or yesterday put out a tweet. Um, it was dealing with locked loadouts because everybody heard that oh hard mode raid is going to have locked loadouts. He said, no, raids will not have locked loadouts. So that's a good thing because I know a switch gun's a lot in a raid. As far as nightfall goes and strikes go, from what I hear and what I understand, I don't think that it's going to be a locked loadout from the beginning of the game. It's going to be a locked loadout when you hit the restricted areas, like the spawn restriction areas, you know, like where you can't respawn. I think that's where your locked loadouts are going to be. I could be wrong on that, guys. Don't take me for granted on that. That's what I would hope would be, because then you have the chance to change out things. Because I know me, when I go when I dropped into a strike and I picked up a new gun, I'd switch to that gun to one level it up, and two to get a feel for it if I like if I like it or not. Because within the first five minutes of playing with a gun, whether it's got all of its perks on it or not, I'm gonna tell you I'll be able to tell you if I like it or not. Well, and the so, nightfalls. Okay. I
0: think I've I've heard last that it was going to be the nightfalls are the only ones that's going to be locked. And and I at first I did not. I thought, man, that's not. I don't like that. But the more I think about it, I kind of do. I kind of I think I will. I hope it is just the nightfalls that are locked out. I mean, that, like you said, if whether that be just in the uh, no respawn area or the whole thing, which I would I would yeah. kind of want it to be the whole thing because, like it's, again, as I mentioned before, the previous uh, podcast. The way that I like to do business, each body has everybody has their role. All right? Who's the best sniper? Mm-hmm. So now everybody's not switching to snipers, and that's and that's probably what they're trying to avoid. Is you know when uh, back in the day when you got killed on nightfall, it wiped you and sent you back to orbit. So yeah. everybody set back and sniped and was being careful, and nobody wanted to move. Well, now if you got three snipers, you better hope there's never any you know that you can you got three good snipers, and you're never going to be in a close combat situation where you got to go all primaries. Yep. So you've got to plan this stuff out, and everybody's got to play their role accordingly. I kind of like that. I think I might like that a little bit better.
1: Well, too, and here, here's, here's the kicker on all that. We are all still accustomed to the old style of weapons, the primary, secondary, and heavy. We're looking at, what, the kinetic energy and power. You know, you're looking at that type of setup now versus the old setup. Your loadouts are gonna look drastically different. You know, it's gonna be a different type of setup. You know, because I mean, now granted, you're looking at all you're gonna have in your top weapons, and I really hope that there's exotics like I, I didn't like the No Land Beyond, but I hope there's exotics like that that <laughs> I never get set that. in your pri- that set in your primary, but was a sniper. You know, things like that. You know, I, I really hope that they have those so you can so it can kind of offset that whole power weapons kind of taking out the equation of being able to have a sniper shotgun and a rocket machine gun. You know, I really hate that they're taking that equation out, but I hope that they can be offset by exotics like that. And I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a little, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big, big, big destiny fan. I'm going to play the crap out of it. Like I said, I got the collector's edition coming and all that, but I'm a little skeptical on how they're doing some things in the changeover. I can't wait to look at, check out the story because fi- we finally have a bad guy that actually seems like he's not just going to die and be done, you know, because Crota was kind of... You know, you, you went through, you beat Crota, and that was it. You beat Atheon, that was it. You know, you didn't really have them kind of branch off into other things. The only one that branched off into something else was Omnigal, you know, because you had omni death singer in crota and then you have her show back up in the strike you know she's the only one that bridged over like that if i'm not mistaken she's the only one that bridged over like that you do have like Tanix and all the other ones things like that but they didn't really play a part in raids and in his strikes so i think that dominus gall will be a lot a lot better of a villain for us he seems like a lot better villain he looks more like a he looks like he has that villain look to him and don't get me wrong he does look like bane on steroids but you know he yeah, he still looks like he's gonna be a good villain for a good long storyline and not just that quick hit that you get either out of a raid or a, a short storyline yeah
0: all right well the one final thing would be the uh the time to nightfalls is that really any different than i mean when he did it for the um uh... What was the, uh, for the, uh, sun? So I think, what was that, that's got, that exotic? yeah, for, for
1: the, for the, for the, um, yeah, for the sun, I think it was sunbreaker or daybreaker. You know, and yeah. daybreaker is the, um, new, um, uh, modifiers, the sunbreaker, um, bounty that they had. Yeah, that,
0: that didn't really, it was timed and you kind of got plenty of time to do it. Do you think that's what it's going it to be? For the new one? Uh, it's
1: not going to, from, from what I understand, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be, you have 13 minutes to complete this task if you don't game over. Well, It's like a hard time, it's a hard timer, it's not a soft timer like yeah, the But you the always had plenty of time
0: like usually left over. Do you think it's going to be, you think they give you plenty of time no, to do it, or is it going to be I like, think no, I've, this is going to be I've, part of the
1: challenge? I, I, I think part of the challenge is, is you're going to have a short amount of time to complete it. Now, granted, we're all gonna we're gonna end up finding shortcuts and ways to get through the uh, things faster. But when you first play it, I think you're gonna use most of that time. Um, I know the first time that I did one of the timed um, nightfalls, you know, I, I hit right at that time. You know, we got right up there to the edge and hit that time. And then there was times that we smoked the nightfall in half the time that it needed. And then there was times that we you know, I had to do the Nightfall over because we didn't make the time. Because of whatever reason, because of the crazy modifiers that I decided to throw. Because any time you play Omnigal with Artburn on it, you're going to die a billion times. It's just how it's going to happen. It's, it's it's vicious. The timer on this, I feel like, is going to be a more precise timer. And then two, when you were playing the Nightfalls, if you didn't really feel like having to complete the bounty, you can still complete the nightfall. This one, you're not gonna be able to complete the nightfall if you don't beat it in the time because it's a completely timed event. So you're locked into you've got to finish within that time frame. And I think that they might stick it closer because I mean one, I think that would actually make it a little more exciting because you're like, oh I gotta get there and do this. But then two, it's gonna make it more hectic, especially with locked loadouts. You know, when you're looking at locked loadouts on top of that, that's where your challenge comes in. And they need to make games more challenging nowadays. And I think this is a way to do it. But I also think that you're looking at Destiny 1 and trying to continue on and keep all those players playing and bring in new people. I think you need to back down on trying to make it that crazy of a challenge going from no locked loadouts, no timers, to hard stop timer and a locked loadout. I think you need to kind of ease the gamers into it. And I think it would be better for all the gamers involved if you ease them into it.
0: Yeah, do you think, you know, I, I don't know what they're thinking with this. Is it, like we talked about again, the Trials of Osiris is a distinguishing factor between players, since there's not really one other than that one, that perhaps the nightfall, you know, if it's, if you do get a blue flame or some kind of distinguishing thing that you, that you completed the nightfall, that's a type of distinguishing factor between players. Since there's no MVPs, there's, you know, nothing like that. Um, something like if they're trying to make it that difficult to wear. No, you it's not just a, a casual, yeah, who wants to do the Nightfall? Okay, yeah, we're going to get through it in an hour and max.
1: I hope that's their thinking. I hope that they're thinking, okay, yeah, it actually looks like an honor now to have the Blue Flame. You know, basically in Destiny 1, when they were doing the Blue Flame before Rise of Iron, when they were doing it, I forgot up to when they stopped doing it. But when they were first doing it, it was kind of like, you go in the tower, you look around, you're like, crap, I'm the only one that doesn't have a blue blue flame. I haven't done my task for the day. You know, you kind of feel like you were left out because you didn't get your blue flame. I hope now when you go into the social space, which in in Destiny 2 is the farm, you look around and you see everybody, you see the few people with the blue around their head, you're like, oh my gosh, he actually beat that this week? That's awesome. You know, actually, I hope it's more like that to where you have that kind of look now where it's like, Instead of everybody having the blue flame, you only have a handful with the blue flame.
0: So is there any, di- you talking about the social space, is there any difference now in this social space than the previous one? Or are you just walking around collecting bounties, going to gunsmiths? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean,
1: you got soccer now. You can actually play soccer.
0: Yeah, that's cute. You
1: know. <laughs> I, mean, I, just like, I just
0: bother. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, this is not a new game. I, I haven't seen any. I've just heard about all the new things that it's going to have. The beta had nothing new. The, uh, yeah. you know, in the social space, I had nothing new. Uh, and I just, I, and I want it to be, I want it to be good. You know, I really do. I want it to be good. And, it's, and it could be the exact same game. Let's just say, if it was the exact same game to a new, I would still buy it. I would enjoy it as well. But I just, again, I don't want to feel like I'm part of this, just this, yeah, where all these suckers like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go ahead and buy your game and you can tell me whatever you want to do. And I'm just going to fall for it over and over. It's not, it, that just bothers me. I guess it hurts my pride or something when I play the game. I don't want to feel like that.
1: Well, the one thing that I didn't like about the social space was the fact that it was blank. It was just the space. You didn't have any of the vendors in there. You didn't have any anything like that. You could see where all of them... You could get, you kind of guess where all of them were going to be, and you could kind of see that. You could climb on things. It was really cool getting to platform on some stuff and having fun with that. And what was cool is you discovered that your character actually, you know grabs onto the edge of things now. So that's kind of cool yeah, when you're cool. trying to jump to think you, you do grab onto the edge. So, that, so that's, a, that was a nice feature. I don't know if that was just a feature that I didn't, I didn't notice that happening when I was playing the game, actually doing the mission and doing the, um, all the play around stuff. I didn't notice that, but I did notice it when I was in the social space and the social space, that was really cool. Um, but, you know, I wanted to say, you know, I, I was messing with, uh, you know, buddies from the clan. I go, man, I, first thing I'm going to do when I get into this social space, I'm going to go find Ralph the chicken and go chase the chicken. You know, <laughs> just because I wanted to just wanted to laugh about it and have a have, have a giggle. Chase I mean, the chicken. That I mean, like joke, Hollywood, you, you get where I'm coming from that because, you know, where we grew up, you know, chickens <laughs> everywhere. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of have that laugh, but you know, they didn't have anything like that in it. So it was just blank social space and you could run around it and see what it looks like and you could play soccer. Yeah. You know, yeah, I played soccer for quite a while. If you go watch any of my videos that I I recorded two of them in the social space. Um, if you go watch those videos, it was a lot of soccer playing, a lot of playing around on that, but... It's nothing new. It's nothing super like, oh my gosh, that, that was a really cool idea. It was, it's just like, okay, so that's where the farm is. Now, there are some things in the farm when you, if you go watch any of my videos on Twitch, there, there are some things in the farm that are like, okay, look, that looks like that might be a new sparrow or a new uh, robot or whatnot. You know, th- those different kind of things, some new armor and things like that, but nothing big beyond that. So,
0: What about, um, so now matchmaking is pretty much for everything you can do. Uh, the problem, so let's just, we keep covering other things, and that's fine. The, uh, the raids, like we talked about, the problem with me is being a guy, to say, okay, I got an hour and a half to play every night, let's say. Mm-hmm. You want know, to do a raid? Yeah, sure. So then we're digging around find, trying to find two more people. And so that burns 45 minutes. Once we get them, hey, I gotta go get this bounty. Let me go get this. I gotta go get this gun. I gotta go whatever. Finally get there, you wipe a couple times, and you just kind of wasted an hour and a half of game time. So that kind of killed it for me. Well, now Destiny 2, they're allowing you to basically throw up a LFG flag looking for a group, and you can end up joining raids. You know, maybe if somebody's looking for one extra guy, it's just me by myself. I'm automatically joining into that that group. And uh, I kind of participate in that, even though I couldn't do that unless all you guys were on before.
1: Yeah, it's called guided games. It's where clans are going to basically sponsor and say, hey, look, you know, there's four of us. We need two more people. You know, so you're going to have that ability to get into a raid a lot easier. From what I hear, though, guided games are not for hard mode, it's only for normal mode. What I'm hearing is that they're canceling, they're not going to push it over to hard mode. That might be different when it all comes out, but that's just what I've heard so far. Nobody has a definitive answer on yes, it's only for normal mode. It would make sense if they would do something
0: like that. Why, why, though? Why would that be the case? I think what they're trying trying to do do is
1: they're trying to push those people to join a clan. Yeah. and it's a push to that to join a clan to find people because what, they, what they've always said over and over is is a nightfall is not something you can just jump in and do. A raid is not something you can just jump in and do. If you know the mechanics, yes, it is. If everybody else knows the mechanics, yes, it is. It's something you can jump in and do. I can't tell you how many raids I completed with randoms. I've completed tons of raids with randoms where all six of us never knew each other. You know, I have met many of the people. You know, that's how that's how we got into the clan as we jumped into raids with people we didn't know. You know, and, and it just grew from there. So they,
0: they need to make it. it to, what's the other? So yeah, I mean, another thing they have benefits for being in a clan now. Other than I can just finish the raid, you know? Don't you got clan levels now and stuff like that? You got that?
1: clan levels and you get clan rewards. So that so that's should
0: gonna, be the motivation to join a clan don't make the exactly. guy not experience the game because maybe he just sucks dealing with people. You know, he didn't, he's not any good with being social. Maybe he don't even have a mic. You know, I don't know why. Exactly. Uh, so
1: it's, but I mean, they've got a lot of, they got a lot of things going on in destiny too. And like I said, I mean, there's still a good bit of this is speculation. Absolutely. Some yeah. of it, we some of know. it is we do have some concrete proof on what's going on. Um, Some of it we don't, you know, and I I mean, I don't have all the answers on this one yet. And I'm trying to dig all the information I can up to make sure that I'm telling you guys the right stuff. And I I
0: just I mean, I hate to be the naysayer here, but the game comes out in, let's see, what, 15 days. Yeah. And we don't know anything about it other than the beta that was the exact same as the previous game. That's and what scares beta, me.
1: Well, what's even crazier is, is the beta was an old version. Yeah, why would you even put table? out an
0: old version and then brag about? it? And that's literally said. Well, the stuff you didn't like about it, we're going to take out and fix it. That's all old. It's not any good anymore. But then don't even put out a beta and don't. I know, saying te- server testing and all this, but you just had a game for three years, played on the same it, servers. Yeah, it. I mean it.
1: it The beta, when they said that after it, it was like, so you just gave me a pointless beta. Exactly. I got to see how good the graphics looked, and that's really about it. I I got to see how good the graphics looked. I got to see a taste of what the new subclasses are because, I mean, you were locked on your subclass too. You couldn't do any changes on the different paths you can go. Now, granted, I know it's blocks now where you have... Three or four abilities and three or four set, you know that kind of stuff, and I kind of like that because they all go together. But you only got a taste of that one pattern they put you in, and I'm like, let me taste a little more. Let me actually take, let me actually be able to yeah. customize it a little more so I know what I'm doing. And it's just, you know, you got such a small sample of it, you might as well have just racked it up to saying you got to see the graphics with your own eyes.
0: I just feel like I just feel like we're getting seeing another. Destiny 1 all over again and I hope I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm so wrong about that but I don't want it to be just another big promise that doesn't uh, deliver and that's my biggest fear for the game so (laughs) I think because it is it is all speculation there's nothing that we've seen yet
1: it is. And, and two, um, I think that it's not going to be just another... De- it's not going to be the rehash of Destiny 1. I think it is going to be better. and I think it is going to be a good game. And I think that they're trying to keep it close to the cuff to kind of make that and build that excitement. But the problem is is they've tried to strike up too much excitement with showing too little. And now they've got people skeptical about it. So yeah, it's one and of those I don't want to swear. I don't want
0: the lies of, hey, this is a big game. This is because, so, you know, we saw all the betas... For Destiny One, and here's what we promised. drop sh- your ships are going to drop you in with your groups. Uh, you know they, might, they probably had, might have some Sparrow racing or whatever where you can trade or a gambling mm-hmm. system. I mean, they even said in the video when they were showing the, the, the devs were showing it said, oh this she's got her hunter gear on. She either bought it or traded or gambled for it. You know, so they used to have right. these things in the game, but and they didn't necessarily promise those. But some of the stuff they promised and it never delivered. And I feel like. They're just promising us the world again, all these great different things you can do. But no, no again, two weeks out and nobody's seen it yet. Yeah. But I mean, th- that's you've what got I mean. Some people I, I know see it'll be a different more, game. But it's but.
1: just, yeah. yeah I, I, and I get what you're saying. And it, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be fun. We're going to play it. We're going to play the I'm going to play it. it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> it.
0: But I just, you know, it's just yeah. one of those things. So you're going to have a 10 year. You ten-year... Just don't want that nasty look. Li- yeah. You don't, you don't, don't want that, that nasty feeling What I'm playing. Yeah. And then I don't want it. You're going to have a 10 year thing i mean they just they're experts at like just keeping us just right there on that cliff mm-hmm. at least for me you know yeah i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna play it i keep wanting you to be good and, and it is good uh but you know i don't know we'll see we'll just have to wait and see till the, when the game comes out but again i hope i'm yeah. so wrong about it i hope it's the best game it's all that's been promised and you can spend hours and hours of just having a lot of fun with that it's a great community of people that play the game um, I love playing games with them, and just you know, having no problem. LFG, pop into a raid with five other people. You know, you're probably going to be accepted. They're going to help you out if you didn't know how to fight yeah. a boss or whatever. So, that's a great thing that they did accomplish with that. And uh, and so, whatever they do, I hope they ma- try to maintain that community, which I'm sure they will.
1: I think they I, I I learned from their mistakes and they've improved. But they also do listen. Too, I, think so that's good. I think I think they're making new mistakes as well. So. But like like we have both said, it's a 10-year plan. Don't expect expect your perfect game right now because you're not going to get it if they have that kind of 10-year plan because you know they're going to be holding something back or they're looking further down the road than they should be. And so they're going to oversight something in this. And I expect that, and that's why I still have a lot of excitement because my excitement's tempered to the fact that, hey, they're looking down the road for this game. And that's exciting for me because hey, I got a game that I can invest a long time in now instead of well, we trying hope to so. find a game here and there. Yeah, we hope so. We hope and that's we can what we're and
0: that's what we're talking about. Like, what if they you know Destiny One is worthless now once Destiny Two yep. comes out, and so they're essentially just making a new game every three years instead of building on it. And I just hope that they don't. I mean, you better get a fan base now. You know, don't say, "Well, we'll have it." ready for you. Eventually we got 10 years to get it right. You know, you need to have it right now. And so will people be around in 10 years to play the rest of the game. So that's my opinion on it. I mean, it's just too, there's a lot of competition. I mean, you, you got games like Witcher three out. You got games like fallout four. These are massive, massive games that are $60 and you can spend hundreds of hours on these games. Um, you know, and even if, even if Destiny is true, where you spend 50 hours on it, you know, the, when you see games like Witcher 3 and Fallout 4, these are just two of my favorite ones that I'm thinking about off the bat, and the amount of content that they have, that's what you're competing with. They don't have a 10-year plan. They're going to release another Witcher 4. Exactly. Or something. Well, I don't know. I think Witcher 3 is actually finished, but these are the type of games that I buy DLC for. I bought all the Fallout 4 DLC, which is 50 bucks for the season pass. Witcher three I bought the I bought all the DLC and that's just to support these developers. I didn't even finished Witcher three. or played all the Fallout four DLC, but I want to support well, these developers. That's, that's the like kind Final of game I
1: Fifteen. It's a massive game, a, a huge environment to play in, and then you know you got free roam after a certain point. So uh, Destiny, if they if they don't really pick it up on this one, I think they're going to be hurting. But also too again. They already have a really strong, dedicated community. I've never seen so many people create groups on Facebook, on different social platforms, just to match up with people and to find people. I mean, they've got a strong following, and whatever they've done so far, they've done it right. Even though, that we, even though we talk about how many issues that they've done wrong, you're still looking at it. I mean, when I'm looking at this group here that I'm looking at right now, 60,000 people on Facebook for a PS4-only group. 60,000 people. That's not everybody that plays, that's a ton of people right there in one little group. Yeah,
0: they definitely got a lot of fans, and it's definitely a strong... It's one of those love-it-or-hate-it love, love it or hate it type of games. And it definitely uh, is. I love to hate it, so it works out for me. <laughs> now, you know how much I, I... And I just try to play uh, Devil's Advocate with it sometimes because... Yeah. I mean, it's, like I just said, it's the, I don't want to feel like we're getting lied to again. I don't want to play the game knowing that I just fell for this big lie. But... They do have a strong, dedicated fan base, and a lot of people love the game. I play the game. And I go on spurts now. I play it for you know a couple of weeks, and I'll take a week week or two off or whatever. But I'm excited about Destiny 2, even though we've seen what we've seen. And again, even if it's just a carryover, which I don't think it is, but even if it is a carryover, I'll buy it. I'll enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the first 50 hours of it or whatever it is. And then even if I put it down after that and never touch it again, I would st- and I knew I was going to happen, I would still buy the game because I enjoy it yeah. that much. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't want to blow it up and say, you know, well, this 10 year deal. And it's like, again, it's just that we're the 10 year plan, their first ones through the, through the wall. We don't know what that yep. means. So we don't know what that's going to entail, but you got any closing
1: parting comments? We're about over an hour now. Yeah, I know. We, we, <laughs> we went a little deep on this one. So guys, I hope you hang in there and listen to all of it. But, um, I mean, no guys, I'm looking forward to destiny two. Find me, you know, Clearfire is my PSN. Find me, come hunt me down. I'll play with you. I enjoy playing with people. Now I'm going to try to pull you to PVE but you know (laughs) i'll play you i'll play with some pvp on you too that i'll I'll play i'll play with it as well and you got hollywood cole out here as well you know you most likely will find both of us playing together uh, a lot of times out there we'll be streaming a lot you know we've got the warlike hooligans our clan find us out there you know we're going to be running a lot of the guided games as well we're going to try to be sherpas for everybody out there we want to help people we want to give back to the community that's given us so much because I'm not gonna lie, I love this community, man, uh, Destiny Destiny's community is great, a lot of the people are nice, there are a few of those people that are not, not so nice out there, but you're gonna have that with any community, so, but for the most part, you know, I've always met great people in the community, a lot of people have helped me out, and I've helped them out, so, you know, just check us out, and have fun, guys, looking forward to playing with all y'all, and Hope to hear from y'all soon.
0: Yeah, follow us on Twitter. i um, Hollywood Cole. That's my PSN name as well. It's H-O-L-L-I-W-O-O-D-K-O-L-E. And uh, like us on Facebook too at HK Gaming Experience. Is it H just HK Gaming Experience, right? Or is it H-N-K? Uh,
1: it's H&K on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll make sure that we get all those out there for you so you can see it. Um, mine, of course, my tag is Clearfire, K-L-E-E-R-F-Y-R-E. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitch. You can hit me up on, uh, YouTube. I got all of those. Facebook. I mean, if you find me on Facebook, you can most likely find my groups. Um, you can actually, my my personal page has clear fire as a tag. I don't mind if you jump over there to find me from there and help from there. Um, but I'll make sure that we have all those tags up. Um, let me, I'll tell you right now, just so I don't lie to you. I got to see if my computer will be nice and pull it up. But it should be, it's H&K Video Game Experience. It's not the ampersand sign, it's A-N-D. And there's no spaces in that. If you type that in on the back end of facebook.com slash H&K Video Game Experience, you will be able to find our page. We'll be there.
0: I think I just typed H uh, space K actually today when I found it. And it just popped up. So you'll you find us. You'll find us. You,
1: you should run. be able to. You should be able to find it. Um, we'll make sure we have everything up and going. Um, we'll 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 put our we'll, we'll have links to our podcast on here. I'm gonna start putting links to videos. Um, right now, you're gonna see a lot of Destiny Two content, but as soon as we get through the first parts of that, we'll start posting other content for other games, retro games, and all that other good stuff too. So. If Destiny's not your take, if not your piece of cake, hang in with us, guys. We're going to give you other stuff, too. So we're not going to be only Destiny.
0: Yeah, and so just uh, leave us a comment on Twitter or Facebook, whatever you want, and uh, let us know what you want to hear. If you got any questions for us, we'll answer them on the uh, next podcast as soon as we get the question, and press on from there. There you go. So I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah.
1: Thanks for hanging in with the guys, us, guys, and talk to you next time.